whistle blows and the puck goes down the ice. The goalie jumps and the players bump and the fans all go insane. Someone roars. Bobby scores. It's a good old hockey game. Oh, good old hockey game is the best game you can name. And the best game you can name is the good old hockey game. All right, what a day. Vegas Hockey Holland. And we say this every day. What does it add up to, Steve? About we go nonstop till about seven before the hour. So, you know, it goes awfully fast, Pally. Like we go about forty-five minutes straight, yeah. and this this is gonna go fast. There's so much to talk about, and the NHL. It blew up. We said it would. It made sense that it would. Many times you say it, and it doesn't. It's a little quieter going into the draft than we thought. There were some big ones. But, boy, today, if you're a hockey fan, you're just your face is stuck on the screen. I, I was shocked. And, and LeBron's numbers that you read a couple of hours ago, just staggering uh, on this. I, I, again, we thought there would be movement. I am still shocked at how much movement there has been. All right, so the Golden Knights have been active. We're going to dive into all this stuff. Let me take care of a little biz on the front end here. UzuCBDPlus.com. Y-U-Z-U-C-B-D-Plus. Manage joint pain the all-natural way. Use the promo code BLESSING. 10% off your first order. Free shipping. Orders of 100 bucks or more. Fantasy football dress. Sign up at Oasis. The banquet room's great. 4955 South Decatur. It's right near the corner. Trop. And John Smith Subs. Every weeknight after 6 p.m., the six-inch subs are only five bucks. It's a screaming deal. All right, so we've got a wonderful guest. He's a dear, 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 dear friend. So, uh, but, but, how many? <laughs> well, no, 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 don't, don't, no, don't, don't bring him in yet. Well, what are you laughing at? I think you scared him a little. That, how many deers was that? That was like four or five deers. What's wrong with that? I, I just don't want him to leave the room. Can I be sincere every once in a while? It's, no one's expecting that. Well, keep him guessing. All right. Fine. So between shows, I said I'll go give Mama a call, see see what's shaking, see how she's doing. And God bless her. I mean, she's getting. She must have too much time on her hands or whatever. She listens to a lot of this stuff. Well, she's doing other things around the house. So she's not really listening. Yeah. She listens when you talk. Well. So I said, how you doing? She goes, who the hell's coming on the, the hockey show? Who's this guy coming on the hockey show? I go, what's wrong with you? Who, who is it? She knows so, him, she, right? No, she goes, Frank. Frank Varnish, who, who, what? Oh, she doesn't know. Who's this? Okay. I go, it's Ballpark. She's, oh, Ballpark's coming. <laughs> like, she's, you're Ballpark. I mean, you've always been Ballpark does. I mean, she knows you. She loves you. She, she, no clue what your name was. <laughs> she's just, oh, it's Ballpark. She was so excited. But first she's going, who? Yeah, there's a lot of people. Well, and, and remember, too, years ago when I used to do the comp overnights, when I was Ballpark Frank on the sports stations, I was Frank Fredericks. On comp, because they said, don't use your real last name because people are going to, 
yeah, like they're gonna come looking up for me or something like that. But um, <laughs> but yeah, so a, a lot of people really didn't know my last name for a long time, and some probably still don't. But yes, it is Frank Harnish. Now, if I was in Algonquin, Illinois, that would mean something because my mayor, my my uncle used to be the mayor in the city hall is on Harnish Street. But uh, oh, here in go. Vegas, doesn't yeah. have quite as much a uh, pull. <laughs> Let's be honest, doesn't have any any pull back. It there does either. with me. Ballpark does. <laughs> but at VGK Frank on Twitter, Frank Harnish, kind enough to jump in. He'll be here with TC obviously when we're done. So away we go. Let's start with the Golden Knights. All right, Holden goes to Ottawa. Wish him the best. I thought he was a real good soldier here. And Dadnoff coming back. Are we getting the Florida Dadnoff or the Ottawa Dadnoff? The, the Florida. Rock, are we getting the Rocky and Bullwinkle Dadnoff? <laughs> Boris Dadner. No, I mean, it, I mean, listen. I mean, the guy's proven he can put the puck in the net. Two years left at five million. Oh, by the way, Martinez official three mm-hmm. years, five and a half. So that's kind of where it started. First, first take thoughts on Dadnov because you know about this guy. Well, I mean, it, it, if he can provide some extra scoring in that, especially if he can do it when playoff time comes around. Because let's face it, in this division, they're going to the playoffs. Uh, that would be a great boost because for whatever reason, even though they might look good in some of the series leading up to it, like the Colorado series, which is more wide open than that, it seems that the top two lines find a way to disappear in important series when the uh, team ends up getting eliminated or even sometimes when they advance, like in the bubble when all of a sudden Thatcher Demko was the greatest goalie in the history of the NHL, and I don't really necessarily think that was the case. But, yeah, I mean, they need somebody else to add a little bit of scoring punch and at least make you fear a little bit when the third and fourth lines are out there. So, But, again, it's like you guys just said, what dad and off are they getting? You know, what's he going to do? How is he going to gel with the team? I think he's going to like the city. I mean, every other player has come out here and liked it. I think he'll feel comfortable here. He's going to like that home ice advantage and everything with all the lunatics in the stands. But will he perform on the ice? I wonder if he's going to be here all that long. I wonder if he's not a piece to make another deal because the Knights also signed Yanmark, who I didn't think they would sign, and they've they've just signed uh, Brown. So the, I I wonder if if Dadanoff is not a guy they acquired to make another deal. Patrick Brown, two years, seven fifty. Yeah, he's a good guy to have. No, I like him. Right, and, and and again, but is Patrick Brown a guy that they signed to once again just play in the AHL and be available for injuries and stuff like that? I don't know how much of an impact Patrick Brown makes on the Golden Knights roster. No, but, I, but again. Some somebody has to go, right? If you're signing all these, somebody's got to go. So, uh, by the way, Holden and a third rounder next year brings Dadnov here. Yanmark sticking around. I, I I like Yanmark again. I'm just surprised because, you know, again, you can't you can't keep even with Flurry having left, you can't keep all these guys on the roster. You, you you've got to cut some cap. Yanmark one year two mil. Unless, unless the Knights are also thinking Smith has already gone at the deadline. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that George McPhee and Kelly McCrimmon have a plan. Sure. I don't know what it is, Neither and they're never going to tell us. No. But, I mean, I, I like Yanmark because it, it's not that much money, and he's the type of player that does a lot of things. I mean, of course, out here, everyone's going to remember the hat trick that he had in the playoffs. Right. That's not what you sign him for. Correct. You sign him for that depth and everything else he does. He does a lot of things on the ice to help the team better, and... uh 
you know, maybe he does find a little bit of offensive flow or something if they if they put something in there. But that's not what you sign him for. But he's the type of player. He's the type of role player that you want. Yeah. Just like like I'll admit, like, and I know we're going to get to Martinez in a little bit. I knew Martinez was a good player till I saw him on a daily basis. I didn't realize how good he was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, he's outstanding. By the way, the day after Mark Andre Fleury, you get Laurent Brassois from Winnipeg, two year deal. Two point three two five, so your goalie's now about seven and seven four whatever, down we're, from twelve. We're, we and, knew and we, that we, was going to happen, yeah. right? So, so, so your goalie's basically just a little, just a tick above what Flurry was getting on his own, right? But we knew that we knew that they were going to bring him somebody, right? Because you don't want Thompson sitting on the bench all season well, long. Well, McCrimmon said it yesterday. We're getting a veteran goalie, right? He said so. So, so again that Thompson can play every night in Henderson to gain that experience. You want him playing. You don't want him sitting. Well, no. I mean, he was the AHL goalie of the year. They think that he does have a future, but he's not ready yet. Correct. And, and again, you're right. They don't want him sitting all the time. They also don't want to throw him in before they think he's ready right. with with the big boys on a you know nightly basis. Uh, the games that Thompson's probably going to see this year is when, unfortunately, when uh, you know either – Broussois or, you know, Robin Leonard have injuries or right. something and they need to bring up somebody. Now, so the skinny is they can exceed the cap by 10% during the offseason. Dave Shame doing, well, doing some of the math. math. Uh, they're 1.8 over the cap, 23 players on the projected roster. Uh, Yanmark's deal was 2 mil. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we still have to sign. Patrick. Right. And, and I, I don't believe the moves are done, Brian. Do you guys believe the moves are done? I, I, I don't think the moves are done. At least I, I, I'm sure that they're still trying to make them. Now, just because you want to dance, you still have to find a dance partner. Correct. I'm sure that they're still shopping stuff around. If they got rid of Marc-Andre Fleury and this is the end of the moves afterwards, then they're going to have a lot of the, especially the fan base, questioning even more, well, what was the point of it? Right. Yeah. Yeah, because you assume, again, it's just my opinion, if I had a choice, I would have rather moved Leonard than Fleury. But maybe you, they needed the extra two and a half, right, the, the Fleury carries, to get the next deal done. Well, and the other thing about it, too, is, and, and I, don't, I haven't really heard anybody mention this that much, is, you know, everybody's talking about McCrimmon and McPhee. Did Pete DeBoer have any say in this whatsoever? Because if Pete DeBoer had say in it, Leonard's the guy that he obviously. wanted. And obviously McCrimmon and, uh, and McPhee liked him a lot because that's why they gave him the extension. So I'm not sure that that's what they're thinking. We know that Bill Foley apparently wanted Marc-Andre Fleury around, so mm-hmm. that's interesting that uh, the power, you know, how the higher hierarchy and everything else goes on this team. But, uh, you know, although I think a lot of people would have rather moved Leonard for different reasons than that, not just sentimental, but also just Marc-Andre Fleury is a sensational goalie who's coming off arguably his best season ever. Right. But as far as the people that have made the decision, I think they have the goalie that they actually want. I'm not saying I agree or disagree. Yeah. Well, that's a good point. Listen, Frank. at the, the end board, of the, the day, board clearly likes Leonard. You know, you would sincerely hope president, general manager, coach, they have the they have, come on. They have these discussions and you iron things out and you get the guy's input. Don't forget, you know, the coach's name was on the picture with the sword. <laughs> it's true. You know, so you take some of that with a grain of salt. Because I don't think that 
I don't think that wound ever completely. No, that, no, it wouldn't go away. So whose name is going to be on the sword now when they put it, when Alan Walsh puts out the new? Oh uh, no, 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 I, I, <laughs> no. I made a few phone calls. He, Alan Walsh, got hold of Jerry Bruckheimer up in Seattle. They're <laughs> they're working on a full length trailer. Okay, it's not a picture this time. Mm. So so. Uh, I, it's not surprising that Fleury said what he said yesterday. He's he's upset immediately. Do you think, though, you know, after he's had some time to think about it, that he actually does go to Chicago? I think when you have a wife and as many young children as he does in that, $7 million is a lot of money to leave sitting around. I don't think he moves his family there right. because that would be insane. Right. The other thing that a lot of people aren't talking about is, you know, the $7 million that Marc-Andre Fleury makes is going to be a lot less in Chicago than it is here in Vegas. That's true. With Chicago, with Illinois taxes, with the cost of everything, gas and everything else in Cook County there, I still have all my family and a lot of friends that live back in that area. So, you know, it's winter's a lot colder in that. So I think if he goes there, and I think he eventually will, but, like, a friend of mine called me yesterday, and he asked, and he said, well, you must be excited, huh, that the Blackhawks got Fleury. I'm like, why would I be excited? He goes, well, he's Vezina winning trophies. I'm like, but he's going there, and he's not going to be motivated. He doesn't want to be there. Well, he's made that plane. Now, he is the professional, and he might roll into it. Don't you and- think – I'll take a little issue with that. He may – I mean, if that's the case, he'll retire. I don't, I don't think – that's the case. He he's motivated. He wants to go up the ladder. Well, the he does want to go up the ladder, but he wants to play for the Olympics, for the Canadian Olympic team. So, I mean, once he shows up and time goes by here a little bit, obviously, I mean, it may be one of these things. He's there, and the family's here. That that would be tough for him. But I, I think when it comes to actually playing. I think he'll be motivated well, for Well, when he's on the ice, he's going to give his best in that, but I'm just not sure that he's going to be in the right mental state at the start of the season. That's that fine. Kind of and I think a lot of it is also going to be depend on how the Blackhawks do. Right. They're making some moves. They say that they want to win right now, but let's be honest. This team has been garbage the last few seasons. They're playing in a much tougher tougher division than he played here with the Vegas Golden Knights, and although they're making some moves in that, it doesn't guarantee any kind of success. This team only made the playoffs, what, once in the last four or five years, and that's because they expanded the playoffs and they upset Edmonton in the first round in the bubble. Well, is that really an upset since Edmonton loses every year in the first round? <laughs> not not an upset. I, I think Chicago's better, though, Frank. I, I think all... they are better, but but I still – is Jonathan Taze coming back? What's he going to be like? Will he be the old Jonathan Taze? Will he not be? You know, this was a team that – cried for the last four or five seasons. We don't have any money. You know, we're, we, we're under bad contracts. You know, Kane and Tay still take a lot. And then we have Seabrook and Keith in that. Well, Keith's gone. Seabrook's basically on the way out. And now they're throwing around $9.5 million for Seth Jones, and they're signing other guys. Like, you, 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 I know you mentioned Boston earlier. Where are they getting all yeah. the money? Where are the Blackouts getting all the money all of a sudden when they've been salary strapped, and now they're bringing in a $7 million 36-year-old goalie? Yeah, and, and Seth Jones at nine and a half. Yeah, so that, that, yeah. That's, that's a lot of money. Got, and you got right. uh, Tyler Johnson from Tampa, too. Yeah, and he just signed for like four or five or whatever. So I, I don't know where all this money came from all of a sudden when they didn't have any. Hey, on the one hand, I applaud them, but, but, but they better make a deep run. The, oh. the other thing that's kind of weird to me, and I know you were going to say something, no, Brian, but no. I just thought it was strange, too, that it's like, what is going on with Chicago and Vegas? Robin Leonard is third in the Vesna Trophy winning. He goes to Chicago. Then he gets traded here, and Malcolm Subban goes there. Marc-Andre Fleury wins the Vesna. Now he's going to Chicago. It's like a little... Hold on. Yeah, Mark? Yeah, Mark? That's what I'm saying. Certain, like... certain teams... I mean, I'm a Sabres fan. Sabres always had 
And they did it again when, when Chuck Fletcher was in Minnesota. For all the bad things that goes on in Buffalo, they would fleece Chuck Fletcher. Every trade with the Wild, fleece him, right? He goes to Philly, they, they get a 14th overall pick, a second-round pick, and a defenseman for Ristolainen. They fleece him again. Certain GMs, certain teams, they always trade with the same guys. It's who are you comfortable with. I think Scotty Bowman's a VGK fan. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he watches him on TV. All right. So, real quick, because we'll get back to the Golden Knights in a second. I just wanted to throw this out there. Tip of the hat to Ron Francis. Yeah. Alex Winberg today, three years, 4.5 per. And, uh, well, I'll get to the goalie. Oh, the other one was Jaden Schwartz. Right, yep. Five years, five and a half per. And then he goes... And he lands Grubauer, six years, 35.4. I'm telling you, the Grubauer thing, him going, the, the happiest guy in the world he's going is Linus Olmark because the abs are looking at Olmark now, and he was just sitting idly by his contract. The Grubauer signing with Seattle probably is worth a million five to two million a year for Linus Olmark if he either goes to Colorado or he re-ups with Buffalo. But how about Seattle? I mean, we're going to be watching these guys in the division. They had the money to play with. Those are good signings. Well, yeah, it's, it's kind of like, remember, season one with the Vegas Golden Knights. We have a blank checkbook, and we're going to use it and try to do it. You know, Vegas was trying to get everybody under a little bit and save some. It looks like Seattle's going right out of the gate. And maybe part of that's because they saw what Vegas did, and they think, and I'm not going to say the pressure of Vegas because, you know, I don't think that matters to them. But they saw that Vegas could win right away, and they probably feel if we get some decent pieces here and we have solid goaltending like Vegas had with Marc-Andre Fleury, why can't we have success right away? And when you look at this division that they're in, there's no reason that they shouldn't be able to at least compete for a playoff spot. Other moves in the division, Blake Coleman to Calgary, 4.9 for six years. He cashes in. Vancouver, Travis Hamannick, two years Three million per. Believe me, this guy can play a little bit. I mean, Halak's there gives him some goaltending depth. One year for only a million and a half. Uh, Frank, what was the uh, Braden Point figure with Tampa? Braden Point, eight years for nine and a half million average a year. All right. So again, wasn't Tampa Bay already like seventeen million over the cap? You know, I mean, we're. Where are they getting the money for all this kind of stuff? And again, Braden Point's a great sign. You yeah, want to keep him correct. there, but you know, and it's interesting too. We were just talking about the goaltenders and that. You know, two of the three Vesna finalists have now moved, with yeah. Grubauer going. And now I'm going to make a bold prediction here. Yeah, the third one will not move. Will not move. Vasilevsky yeah. staying down yeah. in Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> Put it on the board. Brought on a limb. I'm out on a limb, but it's a redwood yeah, yeah, tree, yeah. so I feel pretty safe. <laughs> what, how, what, what do you? Feel, how do you feel about? Grubauer going forward now is he, he he's he's been up and down in his career last year he was up all year a really good year for him is he that goaltender now going forward to me Grubauer was and I said it going into the playoffs last year when Vegas played Colorado the thing that I questioned about Colorado was Grubauer Grubauer was sensational the year that Washington won the Stanley Cup and then in the playoffs uh, whether the moment was too big, whether the other teams got something on him, you play a guy every game and all of a sudden things change. He lost the first two games, hope he came in, and we didn't see Grubauer again. Yeah, I think Grubauer's a really good, solid, regular season goalie. I, he's not somebody that I'm going to hang my hat on to win me a Stanley Cup because yeah. I haven't seen it yet. I've seen the exact opposite. It's yeah. silly yeah. season. I would think 
you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. The note of Vegas was kind of out there a little bit. Um, they got to be doing a car. Well, they didn't do this. I mean, he goes to the Kings. Six years, five and a half per season. Listen, the guy was a wonderful defensive forward, matchup nightmare in the playoffs, won face-offs. Won every face-off. But, I mean, that's a little juicy for a guy at one goal in the playoffs. No, I agree with you. I, I, I mean, again, like you say, he, he can get a big goal for you here and there. He can be a solid player, but a $6.5 million a year player, I don't see it. But, again, I think the Kings are trying to – and I think every team in this division is looking, going, if we can make a couple pieces here or there and they work out, we can compete for the playoffs. And once you get in, almost anything can happen. Maybe they gel. Maybe they have some young players they want or whatever. But Do you think part of that, honestly, I mean, I'm sure it was taken into account, but it would, would it be the thing that put you over the top if you're the Kings going, the no was a nightmare for Vegas? I think it's partly that, and I think it's also, like you said, when there was talk of him maybe coming to Vegas, maybe the Kings thought, we don't want him going there, so let's sign him to us. That, that, that could be it. You know. Now, again, would Vegas have got him at that price? I don't think so, but uh, the Kings thought enough of him that they're going to take a flyer on him, so we'll see how it works out. It, it, it seems like an overpayment to me. It seems like a stretch, but it seems like a stretch from a team right now that has to take some – you know, home run swings if they want to try to hit a home run, but, you know, and they're hoping that they don't strike out. Look at all these lightning guys landing all around the sure. league. Paquette ends up, there's a bargoon, one year, 950 with Montreal. Yeah, I've, 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 I said Paquette. I, I think he's a good player. Um, Montreal needs to fill some holes now. I, I, unfortunately, it sounds like Weber's career is done. Well, with Weber's career uh, probably being done and the question marks right now surrounding Carey Price with the knee and other things with him right now, I mean, yeah, I mean, they had a nice season last year. But let's remember this, and this is something that, uh, again, I know that it was a different season because you didn't play out of division and that kind of stuff. Montreal, I believe, was the 18th seed. They weren't really even a playoff team. They were in the playoffs because they were in the Canadian division. It's not like they had a sensational season. They caught fire in the playoffs. You're right about that. But is Petrie a UFA? I'm not sure right off the top and, of my and, head. And, and I, I think I think he is, was, and I haven't heard him signing anywhere. Frank, what do you think of, of a couple of Dallas moves here? Uh, Suter um, from Minnesota signs with Dallas, uh, four years, three six five a year, and uh, Dallas picks up Holtby uh, in that one year, two million. Any of those? I, I'm kind of wondering what that, that doesn't really knock my socks off. Peachy's locked up long term. Is he? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it, it doesn't knock my socks off. But again, if Hopi can get back to the goalie that he's been, yeah. but, but it, it's funny how, you know, like some elite goaltenders, and then all of a sudden it seems like they kind of lose it overnight, too. Yeah. I mean, I, I remember when, you know, when Dumba was up in Minnesota, everybody thought, and I thought he was a great goalie, yeah. and all of a sudden it's like, what happened to him? He can't stop anything anymore. So I don't know what Hopi's going down there. Um, I know that with the goalie issues they've had and the injuries that they have all the time down there, that they they need somebody else. But I'm, I don't know how much he's going to help them. But again, in that division, you've got to try to get better because I, I think that's a pretty decent. I'm not going to say the best division in hockey, but it's right up there. With Holby, I, I kind of got the feeling it may have been the defenseman in front of him. It could have been. And and if the Dallas defensemen are not that great, are they? So so would we expect anything different this year? Um, possibly, 
again, it, it, you know, it, sometimes just a change of scenery helps a little yeah, bit, that's too. Yeah, that's true. You know, I mean, Dallas, to me, for years has been a team that has a lot of firepower offensively and that kind of stuff, but their goaltending has been a question mark. It has been for years. Mm-hmm. And, and, again, I know we're kind of jumping around a little bit here, too, but, uh, you know, I know Carolina's constantly trying to shuffle their goalies and find somebody that really works. I know they just they got they have two new goaltenders. I'm not sure either one of them is really the answer. Right, I, I agree with you. Morasek Mar- left and went. I know he signed a three year deal, but I forget where he went. Seems to me he went to a Canadian. Didn't team. he go to Toronto? Toronto. Okay, yeah, that, be- that's because, right. because yeah. I think Anderson, Anderson and Ranta have gone down, and Anderson was going to be the savior up there that gave him the defense in Toronto. Now again. Maybe a change of scenery helps them because Toronto doesn't play any defense, so maybe <laughs> you can't really blame him for being a goalie. Right. And, and Antti Ranta being the other one that they signed, he was a good goalie, but he can't stay healthy for anything. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Last year, uh, well, was it the back end of a long-term deal? Getzloff made 8.2 at the end of his deal. He's staying now, and it's going to be one year. It appears to be four and a half million. So, I mean, here's a guy, you know, he wants to retire a duck. So he stays, veteran leadership. I mean, it's probably fair and reasonable. He's good on the power play. But I'm looking at Anaheim. I believe they still have $22 million on the cap. And it's been all quiet on the Ducks front. And I know all this talk of Vegas and Eichel and, you know, could that be happening? You know Vegas. Always in on something. Anaheim's been ridiculously low-key and quiet. And the funny thing is, Anaheim's almost where the starting point was. And I'm wondering, it would not shock me if the Ducks are willing to part with Zegris that... I wouldn't do that. Well, well, if I'm the Ducks. if I Why wouldn't you do that? Because here's what I would do. I keep Drysdale, Zegris, uh, who's the other guy, Comtois, right? And I want to build around that. And they've got this cap room. They can now be the third team to get a deal done to get and also get some draft picks to continue to build. Anaheim, to me, seems like a team that is kind of sitting back. It's almost like I'm not going to say that they're throwing away this upcoming season, but I think they have some youngsters that they think that they're trying to develop in that. Well, they, have, to, they got a nice know, pipeline. Yeah, you know, so so I, I think they're well, trying. Well, then you're telling me they're pulling an Arizona and doing the Shane Wright tank. Yeah, I, 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 I think they're trying to play the long ball game and, and, and take it over time because they think it's going to work out for them, which can be dangerous, but, you know, but at the same time, like we talked these other teams, you know, Say that they go after an Eichel or something like that. If he performs like his skill set tells you he can, then it's a home run. But if he doesn't, then you strike out. So it seems to me like Anaheim is being quiet, maybe almost a little bit by design. And you mentioned a guy like Comtois. But talk about a guy that owned the Golden Knights. Yeah. I mean, didn't he have almost every goal that they scored against Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. No, he he. I, I I like what I've seen, and and again, I'm just I'm watching Golden Knights games. So I've only seen him perform against the Knights. I don't know what he does against other teams, but I like what I've seen in him. I, I like what I saw of Zegers in the juniors, and it's Drysdale. Man, do I like that kid! Yeah, I mean, obviously they have a lot of holes to fill, right? But uh, but again, if they're willing to to stretch it out, and they think they have some good prospects coming up, and that sort of stuff, and and the good thing about that too, if they really do believe that, you can get those guys on, you know. Team friendly type exactly. salaries and that sort of stuff. Yeah, but twenty two million dollars. You'd think that they've 
almost got to make a move and try to get something there to at least make them respectable because you can't ask fans to keep on paying the money and coming in and seeing it if you know you're putting a garbage product on the ice. Correct. Maybe they could uh, do some kind of deal with Calgary, bring Monaghan in. You and Monaghan, let, let this guy go. I'm just, I'm just I'm telling, I'm you. telling you, Zegras, Comtois, and a one. Yeah. And a se- first and a second. Well, I wouldn't do it. I'm a, well, that's your problem. Well, I'm the what, Sabres. Yeah. I'm calling the Ducks. It'll be the Anaheim's problem if they do it. Mm, okay. You say that, and he ends up here. Then what are you going to say? I'm going to say we shouldn't have done that. Can you go? <laughs> we, we. Again, I'm a, I'm a part of the organization. Can, can you go duck hunting with a Sabre? There's an interesting meme to be made there, isn't there? I don't know, man. Sabres don't seem to be cutting much of anything in the last decade. Oh, they're cutting it because it smells. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, is this it? Is this what we're looking at with Vegas? Or I don't think so. Do I think, you think, I think they're, they're circling? I think there's shark-infested water. Well, I think, I think they're working at something. I think they're looking at some things. But again, like I said before. You can go to the dance, but you still got to find a partner to dance with True. you. And, you know, it, 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 it's kind of out there knowing. I mean, here's the interesting thing about it. And, and it kind of amazes me when GMs fall for it from one team or another. Pretty much everybody out there knows what every other team out there is looking for. So the other teams know what Vegas is trying to do. Right. They know what they're looking for. So do they give it to them? If they get something that they think is going to help them just as much, do they try to fleece them? Because McPhee's not really known for being fleeced in that well, sort McCrimmon's of stuff. And words, I know McCrimmon as well. Well, his McCrimmon's words apparently were, prior to free agency, Dadnov was the guy they had targeted. Yeah. Really? Well, well, and, and, and I know there was an awful lot of talk, too, a couple of days ago about Landeskog, Landeskog, Landeskog. Well, once he signed with Colorado, all of a sudden that one's off the books. Yeah. The... the, the what you were saying about, you know, you got to have the other partner to dance with, right? Everyone's, all my friends, when, when, when Flurry gets moved, how come we didn't get anything? We again. How come VGK didn't get anything back? Well, Chicago knows the spot that you're in. Well, not only that, it had nothing to do with the return. The return was getting the salary off the books. Getting the off the books. And again, That's Chicago all that mattered. That. Because last year when they tried to do the same thing, reportedly, any team wasn't no one, no team was taking the well, seven. They, well, it was well, that Vegas would have had to pay him half of that to no, still was, not play no, here. No, 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 it was, well, it was, no. It was Vegas. It was Flurry. Take the money, and we'll give you a second round pick. And if was it, I don't know if it was Pittsburgh specifically or it was the teams they'd approach wanted a first, not a second. So I mean, literally last year, at least. From what we what was reported, it was flurry. Take him. We'll give you a second to take him. Right. This was just here's flurry. Yeah. Well, and it was also a lot of the reports that I read said that Vegas was going to have to retain part of that salary, that nobody was going to pick up that whole seven million. And and how ironic would that have been if he went back to Pittsburgh and all of a sudden. He was in a competition now with Tristan Yari because the guy that he had to leave Pittsburgh for <laughs> Murray isn't. He's not the man anymore up there. Yeah. Well, He's not even the man in Ottawa. But let me, I, I read a thing out of Pittsburgh today, and I don't know if it was a wishful thinking article from some guy in Pittsburgh. Forgive me for not knowing what I'm doing. But the guy goes, because I said this yesterday, he was like, no. And then Bowman goes, we're thrilled to have him and blah, blah, blah. The first thing I thought was, here's Chicago making all these moves with cap space and stuff. 
could Flurry? Well, we were talking to Ken Bolke. He was in. Could he be going to Chicago and Chicago flips him to Pittsburgh? Because at the end of the day, you would have thought Vegas could have tried to do the guy a solid. You know, and, and Pittsburgh is the one place. That and if you just he got gone the to, kid. You got the Ned kid from Carolina. Yeah, and and Pittsburgh is also the one place. Or that, no, pardon me, he's in Detroit. Yeah, pardon. Pittsburgh is the one place that he could have gone that he would have felt comfortable moving his family to. Sure. Yeah. Although, although again, the the kids they've got their friends here now. Well, I, they, I, they do, and 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 I'm I'm not saying that he would have. Yeah. The only way that he would have done that if it was a sign and then re-sign an extension or yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, 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 I think you're right. He, he likes it here in Vegas. He's comfortable here. His family likes it here. He's comfortable with the schools and everything. And, yeah, his kids are, you know, they're getting friends and that sort of stuff. Mm-hmm. You, you know, he, he's in the NHL, not the military. He doesn't right. have to move every six months. Correct. Is, are you, as a Black Oaks fan, I mean, A, bam, I mean, they're a team all of a sudden. I mean, it's, I mean you got to be pretty excited you know, what you were looking at 10 days ago and what Chicago is going to put on the ice now. But you got Flurry. is as much as he's there playing and, and gives him a push, think of the value to him coaching up the Lankanen kid. I mean, you, you like the future, his future, don't you? I mean, Lankanen, oh, yeah. I mean, he, he was sensational last year. He kind of burnt out at the end of the season. He started giving, you know, he had several Young games where he'd give up that. five goalies or his five goals or six goals. But, yeah, it's funny, too, because <laughs> I've had some people going, well, Fleury's reunited with Subban, huh? It's like, no. <laughs> Subban's not going to, I mean, Subban's probably third on their debt chart yeah. without Fleury there with, with Delia and stuff like that. So, but no, it's like, uh, it, you know, I mean, it, I'm cautiously optimistic. I want to see how it comes together on the ice, and I'm, I, I'm still. What are you hearing on Taze? Uh, I I haven't heard a lot of it. I, I hear that they're skating. expecting him back next year. He's skating in that, but uh, but again, and, and that's a big question mark, and that's a ten million dollar question mark in Chicago, you know. But when they signed Seth Jones, I really like Seth Jones. Eight years at nine and a half mil, that seems like a lot of money to me. That is a big price tag. That is a big, and I like Seth. You know, Jones I mean, too, especially when you were complaining stuff. about Seabrook and Keith, and I get it. Seabrook's washed up. Keith is a step slower, so it hurts. But it's like they weren't making no nine and a half mil, right? No, that's correct. Oh, by the way, so Mrazek went to the Leafs. Yeah, three years, three point eight. Uh, I've not seen anything. Freddie Anderson out there. Apparently he so is. So it's Freddie and, Anderson and Allmark are the goalies that are out there. No, no, didn't didn't Anderson and Did Ranta go to Carolina? Oh, I believe you're right. I'm sorry. Yeah, they all ran. Yeah, I believe you're right. Yeah, Anderson, so, 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 and, and I think Anderson went two years to Carolina. Yeah, so, so Carolina still right. consistently, with all that talent around them, are trying to stop gaps and goalies that are questionable as to how good they really are. You talk about it. I mean, if you're a fan of the Carolina Hurricanes with all the talent they have there, in my opinion, they're just a number one goalie away from being a serious, serious cup contender. They may have and, been and, a, a number and, one goalie away this year. And that, that's what I'm saying. The last couple years even. I mean, that team is stacked, but they haven't really addressed the goaltending. Is there is the defense good in Carolina? I, I don't watch I think it's decent. I, I think it's pretty good. I, th- I, th- I think Anderson... In Toronto, wasn't as good as he could have been because of the defense. Well, their in front defense of him. was horrible, and so, they were they were expecting him to just say, "We're going to score five goals a game. Just stop enough for us to win." You can't have that mentality, especially playoff times when even the best teams and the Vegas Golden Knights fans know this. Even the best lines in that get shut down in the playoffs by the better teams. So, Mike, this just happened. Mike Hoffman, nothing, 
no numbers. Uh, Mike Hoffman expected to sign with the Habs. Okay, Habs are making some deals. I I just I think Han, I think Anderson's going to do fine in, in Carolina. I I think he's I think he did the numbers weren't so good in Carolina uh, in Toronto because of the people in front of him. Ranta, as you said, unfortunately is injured all the time. So to have him as a backup, okay. But you don't want him as your number one. No, I mean, I, I mean, he was right there down in Arizona competing for the number one job, but he'd get injured every year. Yeah. You know, I remember when he was still a, black, a, a backup with the Blackhawks. You know, he was a quality player there. In fact, he was a starter for a lot of it. That's why they took him down in Arizona, because they thought that he could be a number one goaltender in the league. He can't stay healthy. Right. And, you know, and I mean, it, like, like you were talking about Dallas and their goaltending and stuff like that before, you know. Ben Bishop's one of the best goalies in the league yeah. when he's healthy. When he's healthy. Which you know, a lot of these guys have a hard time staying healthy. Yeah. And I realize it's a very physical position, and everybody wants the biggest guy in the world in net to make it harder to get by him. But sometimes big guys, when they're doing the stretches and that kind of stuff, that's when they pull muscles and they get injured as right. well. That's one of the reasons why Marc-Andre Fleury might not be six foot six in that, but he's right. so athletic, he doesn't get hurt unless the Detroit Red Wing is smashing You're into right, him and yeah. giving him a concussion or something. But, you know, he stays healthy for the most part. Some of these big guys, as great as they are, right. all of a sudden you tweak something like that and a pole groin in that kind of, A pole groin is a bad injury for a goalie to have. <laughs> exactly. Well, so that was, that was always Subban's problem, right? And then, and then Bishop, what, is 6'5 or so? He, he has trouble, I think, because he's so tall. And maybe the same thing with Dubnik, by the way, who we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Again, a, a lot of size there. Maybe, you know, not so much on the injured list all the time, but maybe he has you know leg issues, and that's why he's not quite so good. Yeah, and size is certainly the way the teams are looking at all the time. And you know, I mean, re- remember way back when when Bishop was the guy down in uh, Tampa Bay, right. and it's like when they were letting go, and people were like oh, yeah, you're letting Benjamin Bishop go. We got this Vasilevsky right. that we really believe in. Yeah, well, that kind of worked out for him in the yeah, long run. Did. Even if something big, say, doesn't happen. Where Vegas resides today, couple million over, and you got to sign Patrick. Sorry, boys and girls. I mean, and I, again, it's just you look at the sheet of paper and it sticks out like it's blinking red. Riley Smith is one year left at five million. You don't let the guy walk for nothing. You, you certainly shouldn't because Riley Smith is, he's like a Swiss Army knife. You know, he can score goals if you need him to. He sets the other guys up. He plays the good, and I know, Stevie, you hate this term, but he plays the 200-foot <laughs> well, game. Just, no. he, he does do a lot of stuff, and it is overused, and I get that kind yeah. of stuff. But Riley Smith does so many things. If you're not a real hockey fan and you're just looking at stats, you might go, ah, is this guy really worth what he does? Watch he it. does so yeah. much more. Riley Smith is a sensational hockey player. I, I love watching Riley Smith play hockey, and and I do love two hundred foot players. I just don't think the whole team can be two hundred foot players. You need a, you need a mix. That's my issue there. But maybe I mean, if you, you ask me, I would say I could be dead wrong. I would say I mean, you, you get a third rounder for him today, probably. I'm wondering, if and you if you had him, him at the deadline as a rental. Wait, Somebody he, would pay for him. I mean, you, would you, you he get be a more second. Valid? If you held him to the deadline, would you get more for him at the deadline? I think so. Than if you move him, you, yeah, you absolutely would because because you're in a cap pickle now, and teams know that. At the deadline, you're acquiring a guy who's going to help you make a run. So right now, anybody that would be dealing with Vegas, say, well, we're helping you here, right? So his value goes down. 
So I, 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 I think, and again, the, as Frank has said, they're not going to tell us. Uh, but I, I would think that's maybe what VGK is thinking. Hold him until until the deadline. When but we where can are you? You can't. You're over the cap. They, they played over the cap last year, Brian, in the regular season. Sometimes I think the most valuable person in any organization is the accountant. Oh, sure. Well, that's what it's turned into. Well, it it certainly did with Tampa Bay last year. I mean, Kucherov misses the entire season. They still make the playoffs. Oh, they're a three seed. Oh, maybe they're not that big and bad. Kucherov comes in in the playoffs. All of a sudden, they're way over the cap. In fact, Carolina said, well, we're not. We don't feel that bad that we lost to them. They're 17 million, 18 million (laughs) over the cap. When in reality, they were only like 12 and a half over, but still, they were quite a bit over. But yeah, I mean, that's the way that the game goes. And, and, And I liked what Kucherov said afterwards. Hey, I don't make up the rules. Hmm. Now, I know a lot of people in Vegas didn't like what Kucherov said after they won the championships, and I had that guy in Vegas. Some (laughs) some guy in Chicago. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, and and that is it. But, I mean, how many times did we see it? And let's be totally honest. One of the reasons Vegas, besides thinking that Vegas is a hotbed now for hockey and all that kind of stuff, which we're all happy about, they wanted the facility in Henderson because they didn't want to have to keep on flying people back and forth to yeah. Chicago all the time. Yeah. How, how many players did we see? The game that would have clinched the home ice for them in the playoffs, they lost because they had to play 15 guys. Well, and the fact of the matter was they murdered Colorado that night. Yeah. <laughs> that was, that was, there they go again, tilt the ice and not score. Yep. But playing three men short, they killed them. It, it, it was like the... the, the, uh, the uh, Pre- precursor to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, well, get we ready, said we, we get ready for this, and then and well, then it was again, a, no, it was a bubble game. Yeah, that was it, like every it, that was like the games right. in the bubble. It was a bubble game, and then when they played Colorado in the playoffs, everyone went, "Oh, the second line has come alive again. Look what they're doing." Yeah, because you're playing a team that plays wide open, and there was ice there, and they took advantage of it. Then all of a sudden, they play a team that goes, "Yeah, we're counterpunching you. That's all we're doing because we don't have the talent you guys have." Well, you may not have the talent, but you have the team the team concept down. So Frank, I'm going yeah. from memory. It's all run together, Stevie. But it, former Golden Knights, Thomas uh, Thomas Nosek, wish him well. I mean, he was a good soldier here. Mm-hmm. The Bruins, yeah, Bruins. gets a raise. I think one seventy five a year for two years. Halla, Halla, also a Bruin. Bruin. Yep. Belmar ends up with the Lightning. Yep. He'll help that fourth. Oh, that poor guy. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm saying. I mean, well, you look what they do. They go and they okay. They went and got they went and got Bogosian again, who was you know. Showed up for a month and played good from the year they won the cup in the bubble. Bring him back for next to nothing, and you know he's hurt all the time. But if he help, if he's healthy, he, he helps. Belmar be what well, Benino's out of there, so Belmar's on the fourth line. Well, yeah, and, and he'll be sensational on that team's fourth line. He doesn't have to score on that. He can once in a while. The thing about Belmar that I always remember is that one move that he made in a hockey game where he went around like three people on the boards. And scored, it's like what. That, that was a once-in-a-lifetime move, but it was absolutely incredible. Yeah. That's not his role in that. But And then, of course, biting the finger. Well, yeah. <laughs> and, and he had the ability to, with one skate to hold the puck against the oh, boards. He, he's and incredibly no one could he's, take he's it from strong. He, he does a lot of – he does all the dirty, gritty stuff that, quite frankly, Vegas could really use right now. Yeah. So, Brian, also uh, Schmidt goes uh, to Winnipeg yes. to play with Statsny again. By the way, Nate Schmidt – you know, another guy, maybe it didn't end well here. But at the end of the day, Schmidt can sit there and go, man, I got a hell of a contract from Vegas. Well, it, but, but good for look, Winnipeg. Their defense is right. a train wreck. So they get Brendan Dillon and Schmidt. So that helped Winnipeg. 
Right. And, and, and uh, even out here in Vegas, he had the walk-off home run in the uh, Battle of Vegas to win the, their home he run made derby. He the so catch over the wall. That was a great catch. How much is he making playing softball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and our friend Brad Hunt uh, to Vancouver. Uh, with Schmidt leaving Vancouver, they, they needed a defenseman. We'll see how much Brad Hunt plays. Was Brad uh, Hunt the always. nicest guy? I mean, I know uh, Mark yeah, andre Fleury's yeah. as well. Brad Hunt was the only guy. He would always say hi to us in the yeah. media. I hated seeing him go cause, just because he's such a – how you doing today? I'm playing in the NHL. I'm yeah. great. Oh, oh, by Wait. the way, talk about the, the drum roll. Yeah. Uh, I, this has got to be his agent. Uh, Hello out there. We're on yeah, the Jock KMJ Sports. Joachim Pearson. Decision has been made. Linus Olmark is now off the market. Soon to be announced. So, okay. I mean, that could be Colorado. That could be Buffalo. Right. But I'm telling you, he Probably. made money. Yeah, yeah. He made money today when Grubauer signed with Seattle. Mm-hmm. Go back to Brad Hunt for a minute. When you had him on at the other place, did, did he, oh, over the phone, he always sounded to me like a guy that's got cut off shorts. Birkenstocks and the car outside is a VW bus. Um, I think every time we had him on, we just he had did no socks. We, we just did interviews with him at he the skated at City socks. National. But yeah. remember, he skated without socks. Yeah. But he was a great guy, a super nice guy. Yeah. yeah. Like, by the way, you think about—I mean, the guys in the room, Ken Bolton. We were talking yesterday. Hunt. Think about it. Hunt. Come on, Belmar. Flurry. Spiza. Spiza was fun talking about riding the, around on his little the, Vespa. The, the, and stuff the, the like real that. outgoing and, and the real outgoing personalities. Marge shows, you know, has his moments, but for the most part, the real outgoing personalities are gone. See ya. Uh, Belmar never said no to an interview. Belmar's and, and, you know, great. And it was just and, and Belmar will always have the golden baby. His wife had the first baby right. in the organization. That's right. Just like Oscar Dansko always have the first shutout. All the first in Vegas are now gone. <laughs> Frank, thanks for coming in, bud. Is it already and over? It's This is what happens. Yeah. And you'll be here with TC sticking around. VGK Frank on Twitter. At Stevie Slapshot. Follow me at Brian Blessing. All right, man. By tomorrow, more to come, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I believe there's more moves to be coming from the VGK. All right, boys. Thank you. It's always a treat. We thank you folks for listening. We love doing it for you. Vegas Hockey Halloween.